joining me now on Jackson Share Sports Radio is a two-time state championship from champion from Bergen Catholic, Jock Camo. Uh, Jack is a senior at Bergen Catholic and he plays tight end. Uh, you're six foot three, 235 pounds, which is a huge frame for guys in high school. I mean, especially playing against smaller dudes. You can bust yeah. right through them. So pretty much you're just an animal on the field. You're going crazy. You're very talented. You've been offered to schools like uh, Princeton, where you actually committed, Penn, yep. uh, Dartmouth, Rice, Lehigh, and that's just to name a few. I could go on for hours naming the schools that you were offered to. So, Jack, this season you had uh, 25 receptions, 425 rece receiving yards, five touchdowns, and your spotlight game of the year uh, presented by Jackson Share Sports Radio was against Donovan Catholic uh, with eight receptions and 131 receiving yards and a touchdown. So, Jack, welcome to Jackson Share Sports Radio. Uh, I'm happy to be a part of it. Of course, Thank man. Thank you for me along. Definitely. Uh, so I guess my first question for you, Jack, how did you first get into the game of football? Um, well, you know, I was a really big basketball kid. I hated football. Um, and then I grew up in Ordell. I moved to Saddle River and we moved in the summer. So my mom kind of just signed me up for flag football just to make new friends and stuff like that. And I, I hated it. I never went. I didn't I didn't go for the first week. And then after that, I was like, all right, my mom was like kind of forced me into it. and I don't know. I just fell in love with it. We used to just play flag football. I used to score like a bunch of touchdowns. So it was kind of just uh, fell in love with it. And then ever since then, I kind of just, you know, just picked it up and, you know, let me to hear. That's great. And that was, that was in middle school. No, that was, uh, that was in elementary, I think like fourth and fifth grade. Wow. Oh, no, no, no. That was like elementary school. And then we started playing tackle in like third or fourth grade. So that's when like, I really started taking it serious. And then, um, yeah. Right, and you said you grew up in Ordell. So were you? I mean, there, you knew you were going to Bergen Catholic, pretty much. You had yeah. you had that locked. I don't know. There wasn't like a Don Bosco thought it was it was no, Bergen no. Catholic from the beginning. Well, I I actually had both my brothers went to Bergen. Neither of them played football. So mm. my one brother, yeah. who's fourteen years older than me, he was pretty much a freshman when I was born. So it was kind of like wow, Bergen nothing. So it was kind of you know I had no choice. Totally. So, so Jack, from your experience so far at Burton Catholic, you know, you just mentioned two, your two brothers went there. What's it like, you know, where the state championship is literally a routine every single year, Bosco Bergen, Bosco Bergen every single year. I mean, what, what is that? What's that like? Um, well, I mean, it's, I mean, it's really like never been done before. So it's not like I can look up to upperclassmen and ask like, you know, how do I deal with this? But it's kind of right. like, you know, of course, a lot of people say it's a lot of pressure on your shoulders and stuff like that. But, you know, there was never really a doubt. I mean, it's kind of like what we're expected to do and what Coach Vito expected out of us and what we kind of expected out of each other. Um, you know, it's not like I wasn't, you know, I wasn't like shocked when we won the state championship last year and this year. I was kind of like, this is what we were meant to do and what we expected totally. to do. Um, so, I mean, it was kind of, you know, it, it, it's it is a lot of weight on your shoulders and you know especially after the loss against bosco it was i could finally see that a lot of alumni you know had doubt and stuff like that but you know i knew we were gonna be fine i knew we were gonna do our job so it was kind of like you know it's uh it's never really a doubt you know when it comes to that type of thing totally and i mean i actually interviewed anthony morales um yeah. one of your teammates so i had him on the show just last week as well so that was good um uh -huh. and he, we talked about, you know, Don Bosco, that loss against Bosco. And I was actually out with Evan Brown that night, uh, who just oh, yeah. transferred from Bergen Catholic. So we were out uh -huh. just hanging out. And then he, you know, pulled up and 
uh, rivals Instagram, I think it was, and I saw that Bergen Catholic had lost. So, I mean, what was like the team's reaction to that? I mean, just like deflating, just I, d- describe what you guys felt. It was, I mean, as a team, it was kind of reality check. It was really just like a big wake up call. Cause leading up to that game, we thought we were at like totally 10th in the country, just beating the number 12 team in the country. You know, we're undefeated so far, like undefeated last season. I think we were on like a, I don't even know, like a six, like a, not even like a, probably like a six, six, 16, a 16 or 17 game winning streak. Like we thought we were, totally. you know, number one state three years in a row. We thought we were it in this game. Like no one really thought anything of it. And then when it came to that and we lost, it was kind of like, you know, it was a reality check. We were like, we're, we're really not that good. We were really, you know, something, we thought we were something that we weren't. And, you know, kind of, you know, put more like fire into us and to work harder, play harder. But, you know, as a team, everyone was kind of at first really upset. I mean, I sat, me and Christian Cardi, we both sat in the locker room until two hours after the game crying after the game. Oh. We were so, you know, just not even upset that we lost. It was upset that we let everyone else down. And the day after, we didn't even think about it. We just, we knew by the time Monday came along, we just had to move past it. And it was literally just back to week zero, basically. And, you know, just focus on next week and week after that and just forget the game. So, you know, it was, um, for the younger guys, it was a big adjustment. But for us older guys, we had one loss against Bosco my sophomore year. So we kind of understood what it was like. But, you know, the juniors and sophomores, they never knew what it was like to have a loss. So, you know, it was, it was good for them. It was a wake-up call. Totally. And I mean, it kind of put things, you know, in perspective, it put, put you guys kind of down back to earth, you know, get a loss, but what, I mean, whatever you guys won the state championship after went on to win the rest of your games. And that was your only loss. So that was incredible. First of all, what was the scene like at MetLife stadium? I mean, just playing at the jets and giant stadium. I mean, that's like a, that's a routine. What's that like? I mean, it was actually my first time playing because last year I got hurt. I had a season-ending injury in the, in the semifinal game. But this year was the first year I played, and it was, like, it was insane. I mean, like, I remember, like, walking up to the tunnel, seeing everyone, and it was like, oh, my gosh. I see all my all the fans and everything like that, and then running out and seeing how big the actual stadium is. It's insane. And it's obviously it's not filled up. It's not even, like, a quarter of the way filled up. But it's still, like, you know, awesome to be in that huge environment, huge lights, totally. like, a lot of noise, everything like that. So it was – it was awesome. I mean, I, I, I mean, it, it was, it's really the big show. So it's, 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 uh, it was awesome. It was awesome. Definitely. So in terms of, you know, daily preparation at Bergen Catholic, what's your schedule looking like, you know, in the, in, in season and then out, out of season, what's that, you know, um, six to so eight. I'll give you, so my off season routine during the school year last year, we would, um, but right now I'm not really doing anything because, you know, my high school career is really over. But yeah, last yeah. offseason, it was basically just we would have 6 a.m. lifts, the guys. So I'd be up at like 4.45, 5 every day, four days a week. Um, we'd go in, lift in the morning. Then I'd go throughout my school day. And then afternoon at like 2.33, I'd see my personal trainer. We would kind of just stagger our workouts. The morning I would, you know, hit upper or something like that and then lower. And the next day I'd hit like lower. You know, vice versa, whatever. I'd do like speed and strength, whatever. So I did that and then obviously go home, do homework. So that was kind of like my schedule during from literally from the month of January till June. And then when it came to the summer, it was basically just football and recovery, like basically just football practice six days a week, you know, whether it was the morning, afternoons for four or five hours and then recovery. And then um, I really never like, you know, just ice baths, cry out, 
chamber and stuff like that. So it was, it was good. And then uh, when the season came around, it was basically just practice five days a week, four days a week. Um, you know, I, Monday's run lift film and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, the weather we had a game, not Friday, we'd practice. And then Saturdays we would uh, play or Fridays we'd play. And it was kind of just, you know, when it comes like that, you get in the cycle, you get into this like repetition where it's kind of like, it becomes like, it's like a, I don't know. It's like, I don't want to say it's muscle memory, but it's kind of like you're repeating it all the time. So it was kind of like, you know, you speed right through it, but, um, you know, it was kind of, I don't know. It was, it was very repetitive. Um, but you know, I loved it. I, I, it's, uh, it's, it's one of a kind. Definitely. So, so Jack, uh, tell me what you think your best skill as a football player is. I mean, I, I can tell you right now, I thought it's a run blocking. I'm, I'm going to be real for a sec. I was in inter- you know, researching for the interview and I saw on max preps, like you were just freaking going all at it across the field and just trucking guys. Yeah. I mean, out of bounds, <laughs> it's crazy. So that, that's what I would say. What, what do you think you would say? Um, I mean, I think going into Bergen, I thought it was always my hands, but you know, run first offense, you, you got to learn how to block. So over the years, I feel like, you know, just run blocking and, you know, pin and pull was my, my thing last year. I was always an H back and just come down and crack the edge or the linebacker linebacker. And I think just once I get my hands inside and my head down and have my weight on them, it's kind of hard for them to get off. But I'd say definitely, like you said, probably run blocking. I mean, at 6'3", you know, it's kind of hard to not be a run blocker, especially in high school yeah. football. So that, yeah. I mean, that's pretty special. I saw, you know, you didn't go crazy statistics-wise in, in the state championship game, but you were there. You were there on yeah. the run block game. You were bulldozing guys. I mean, pancake after pancake. So <laughs> that was pretty much – that was that was the state championship for you. So that was yeah. great. Um, and what what is the offseason looking like going into Princeton? Um. I so right now, I mean, I've taken a few weeks off just to let my whole body recover because I was really nonstop for 11 months from January to now. Um, but when it 2023 comes around, like January till probably June, yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be working out with Christian Cardi and Jack Russer, the other Ivy League guys. Um, we'll do like group training and stuff like that. So we'll probably go afternoons, you know, work out four or five days a week, and we'll, we're, gonna, we're gonna get like a personal trainer and just work out all the time. I mean, I got really nothing else to do. I mean, second half of my senior year is kind of a joke. So, <laughs> so I mean, I won't be too too stressed out with schoolwork. But you know, just really just working out with those guys and um, you know trying to get my trying to get my weight down a little bit and just like lean out. And then um, when summer comes around, I'll be working out with the uh, probably with the Princeton coaching staff and uh, going down there for their captain practices and stuff. That's that's freaking sick. So I mean, yeah. you're not you're not much longer. You're not going to be at Bergen Catholic for a lot longer, pretty much. That no, I mean, yeah. you're just six months. You're just joking yeah. around, right? And there's nothing nothing crazy happening. You don't really need to do like particularly well. <laughs> you know? Nah, nah. Yeah, I mean, I still got to keep my grades up, but uh, definitely. Yeah. Nah, yeah. It's it's not as not as stressful as it was back in uh, last spring. I'm sure that's that's where I'm at right now. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. I got college applications coming up. I play lacrosse, so big season oh, here. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. But uh, in yeah. terms of GPA and ACT requirements, you know, was that was that a major factor also for Princeton? Um. Well, I I lucked out my class. They um I think the whole Ivy League and pretty much I'd say like three fourths of schools in the country they cancel out SAT and ACT score. So I never took one. Wow. I really never took one, but. Throughout Bergen, I had a I had like a four two GPA, 
that's you know, great. that's weighted with like AP and honors classes. So, I mean, they, um, they said I was good to go. I really need, I, I never did need to change my schedule. I have to take extra classes or anything like that. It was kind of just keep the track I was on. Obviously don't do bad in any classes and keep my GPA. It was a four, two. So, I mean, that was more than enough for them to, you know, get me in. hundred percent. I mean, you, you lucked out with the ACT requirement because <laughs> oh, yeah, my, my class is getting slammed with it. Yeah, it's, it's coming sure. back. It's, it's annoying. I'll take it, whatever. I'll get a good score hopefully and move it's on. A grind, but, but you know, once you get that good score, it, it'll put you in a, put you, it'll differentiate you a lot between a lot of the other kids because a lot of kids can have a good GPA, but SAT score and ACT score is much different. Definitely. So yeah. shifting back to Bergen Catholic for a second, then we'll go back to Princeton. What was your favorite game this season? I know it could be the state championship, but I'm I'm curious to know what do you think was your best uh, memories? That's a tough one. That is really a tough one. I mean, the state championship. I mean, it's it's everyone's favorite. I mean, it's, it's kind of hard not to be. But I'd say besides that, I think Arizona going out. <laughs> I mean, Arizona was a great experience. Flying out across the country, they were 12th in the country at the time. I mean, we had reporters from new jersey doubting us saying we were going to lose and i've heard everyone in the country saying we we're going to lose and we kind of just went out there and first driving over through the ball once came down just drove on them and just balled out and we um we basically just did like our run defense and or i mean our run offense um you know how we are like run heavy power offense so totally you just drove it down their throats scored and then 21 7 i think the final was so i think you know, going I, – I mean, I never really did anything that game. I didn't have any stats. But going out to Arizona with everyone doubting us and then just playing our game and not playing their game and then just winning in that fashion and then I'm, being up to, like, 10th in the country, I mean, it was uh, – I'm sure. That's that, special. That's surreal. That, yeah, that is yeah. really – that's a great experience. And those are memories, you know, you remember for the rest of your life. Yeah, much. yeah. That's stuff you make. And also you went to – Cardinal Gibbons, is that in North Carolina? You guys went down to North Carolina as well? Or? No, they actually came up to us. They uh, yeah. that was our home opener. That was uh, August twenty seventh. They uh, they came up to us, and that was, I mean, they uh, they didn't know they didn't like they they I, I don't think they were ready for us. They uh, they didn't they, know they, what I, hit them. Yeah, they didn't know what they got themselves into. Their <laughs> <laughs> their coach uh, scheduled the wrong game, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we were going to schedule them again, but I don't know about this year. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it, that was a good game though. I mean, it's a great season opener. Totally, and great momentum, you know, going the rest of the yeah. way, which obviously it carried you guys to a title win. So, um, in terms of the recruiting process, you know, what do you what what things were taken to the next level? I guess it, that's kind of a weird question, weird way to ask a question. But how did you take your your skills to the next level, and what did like college? What did college recruits? How did they reach out? Pretty much. Um. Well, I mean, all the recruiting was basically through like Twitter, um, like Twitter DMs, and then basically through like Vito. Like all the coaches go through Vito to get to me. Um, you know, I talked to a bunch of coaches throughout the offseason, just like whether they stop by Bergen or calls or, you know, texting, whatever. But I mean, a lot of them, a lot of them wanted a lot of different things. I mean, some coaches wanted me at fullback, some coaches wanted me strictly at tight end, some coaches wanted me at H back. I mean, it was a lot of different, but I feel like um you know, the schools that I came down to, my final, they all wanted me to play what I was comfortable with, and that's what I liked about them. Um, but I, it was kind of like, you know, at first it was a little bit slow right when the season ended. It was a little slow. And then right when spring hit, that's when it really, really picked up. And then I kind of – I committed early. 
And then up until I was committing, I was getting really, really high with coaches. And then I committed and they kind of just died after that. But I mean, I feel like a lot of coaches, especially at the FCS level, they see a tight end coming from Bergen Catholic. That's, you know, a little bit on the shorter size, but you know, it can run and run and catch and block and stuff. I mean, it's good for them, but you know, it was, I guess it wasn't, I guess, um, my physical requirements weren't good enough for the uh, FBS schools, but you know, I, I mean, I couldn't be more happy to be at Princeton or where I'm at totally. right now. So yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm totally stoked for you. Like it's going to be yeah. a great experience. Um, Appreciate it. Yeah, of course. So what did you, what made you choose Princeton, you know, over like a school like Penn or another Ivy league school? Um, well, I mean, I had, you know, there's a big history between Princeton and Bergen, obviously. I mean, I think we had this past season, I think we had five players from Bergen on that team. And that's always been like a pipeline. Um, but it wasn't really about that. It was kind of about, you know, they were the first school to ever like really reach out to me and talk to me. I mean, they weren't the first school to offer me, but they were first school, you know, they were always on me about you know, how's your game? How's this? You know, asking about, you know, they're very sincere, very nice. And they were always, you know, I felt like I had a good bond with them throughout the whole process. And I always knew I wanted Princeton or, you know, another Ivy League school like Harvard or Penn or one of those schools. Um, Definitely. I mean, when it came down to the decision, it was kind of like a family aspect and so, like a brotherhood aspect. I kind of wanted to, you know, the transition between Bergen to college to not be that different. You know, Bergen's prides itself on brotherhood and the family and everything like that. And I feel like I felt that on so many levels at Princeton compared to other, any other school, really. And, you know, obviously the football and academics are really important, but when you're picking between the education between Penn and Harvard and Princeton, there's not really that much of a difference. So yeah, it really came down to that brotherhood aspect and the football aspect. And, you know, they pride themselves on that and they pride themselves on family. So that's, that's really what it came down to. That's great. And I was actually, uh, I was at Penn for a sports yeah. business program uh, last summer. And nice. I, I actually, you know, I did a program and I kind of, uh, got a sense of what Ivy League football was like. You know, we had the athletes yeah. come in and talk about it. So I, I totally understand where you're coming from. And I mean, what's that? What's that just feel like? You know, you're playing at a division. I mean, it's it's a subdivision, but Ivy League football division one. I mean, how how does that feel? Just just I mean, hearing that out loud. It's just like it. It sounds crazy when you say. It. I mean, for me at least, like I'm playing division one football. Like, I never thought I'd really be here. So I mean, it's 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 surreal, really. Um, but I mean, it's kind of like you know, you got to take um, a professional look at it. You got to take it professionally. Totally. I mean, like everyone out there, like you're, I could be good at Bergen. I could have a dominant you know, year. I could be, you know, do my, be really, really good. But there's 10 times better players in the Ivy league or at the next level. And there's players just as good as me, whatever. So, I mean, I, I you know, I, I still got to work my, my butt off. I still got to, you know, grind. I still got it. So I can't like take it, really take anything for granted, but I mean, that's the whole thing I love about it is that you're surrounded by people who are just like you and people who are, you know, winners and people who want to be great. So, I mean, it's definitely like a great atmosphere and environment. I mean, you know, touring all the schools, I noticed that like these guys are just as, just like me, you know, they want to be great. They want to play, you know, they're great players and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely not like, um, there's a huge difference between I say high school and college, division one football. Cause I mean, it's everyone, it, it doesn't matter where you come from. You're all the same. You're all great players. So yeah. All, all want the same thing. All want the same goal. At, exactly. so, so as we turn to next season at Princeton, what's what are you looking forward to the most? I mean, you, you got Division One. You got great mentality. You got great people surrounded by great people, great academics. <laughs> you got it all. Um, I, I mean, I mean, I'm 
I'm, I think I'm just looking forward to like, you know, the whole experience, the whole being in college, being, you know, at a top school like this, playing football, you know, the whole experience. But I think, you know, besides that, it's definitely, you know, helping the team go to an Ivy League championship, going undefeated and winning an Ivy League championship. Because, you know, we've we've been dominant for the last few years, but I mean, that's been without me there. So it's kind of like, you know, I want to experience that. I want to be a part of that. So totally. Helping the team to go undefeated and win an Ivy League championship is definitely a goal of mine my freshman year. And a personal goal is, you know, somehow getting on the field, whether it's special teams or PAT, whatever it is. Anyway. Or in any way, I don't care. As long as I can get on the field or, you know, help out the team, that's really, even that's in practice, I don't really care. I mean, it's just, if I can help out the team and be a part of the Ivy League championship, I'd be more than happy. That's a dream. That's a dream come true. So I know, yeah, totally. So I, I know it's it's early, but you're a freshman. Do you have any aspirations, you know, to go further, possibly the NFL, or are you not thinking about that right now? Oh, I mean, it's always a thought, but mm-hmm. I mean, like, I just kind of, you know, I want to, you know, live it in, soak it up. On freshman year, but yeah, you know, obviously, if that opportunity came around, I'd 100 go to it. So I think obviously I'll work towards it. I mean, there's no. What's the point if you're going to go to a school like Princeton or a top FCS school or, you know, play football division one and just not want to play at the next level after that? I mean, it's kind of like totally you're going like you're, you're playing big time football. Obviously, you want to work towards the next level. I'm not I'm not going to play. I'm not going to bust my ass for 50 weeks out of 52 week year just to not play and not try to go to the next level. So, I mean, obviously, that's a dream of mine. And obviously, I want to, you know, if that opportunity ever like came around, I'd you know, I take it. So, yeah, definitely. A lot of people would. I don't know a lot yeah. of people that wouldn't, but got to ask the question, of course. Uh, so yes. I got two questions left for you, Jack. This one's more of a fun. It's it's more fun. Uh, yeah. So, you know, when, when you and the guys are in the locker room getting ready for like the state championship, uh, what are you listening to for music? What's the playlist? What's uh, been on the playlist? What gets you guys going and locked in? Well, I mean, I always have my headphones in. Um, totally. Yeah. I, I mean, everyone, you know, there's always coming with a big speaker or two. They're always blasting. Well, I don't know what they're blasting. They're always blasting rap music, something. Everyone's getting hyped. But, I mean, for me, I kind of sit by myself and I have my headphones in, really just listening to – I have my – I have my uh, – I usually listen to, like, Metallica, ACDC. Um, ACDC. A little bit of Limp Biscuit, honestly. <laughs> um, uh I'd say, yeah, I'd say those three are probably what I listen to before the game. But, you know, the whole atmosphere before the game, it's really just, you know, it's, it's special. That's the one thing I'm going to really miss is just being in the locker room with those guys. And especially state championship. I mean, it was kind of, you know, surreal. You know, you're sitting in the co- you're sitting in an NFL locker. You have like your bag set up. You have your jackets. It's all it's a whole really cool experience. Everyone's, you know, got their own thing set up. It's really cool compared to, you know, sitting on a chair at Bergen. But, you know, it was um I kind of just, I didn't want to change anything. I, I really pride myself on like uh, tradition and stuff. So I wasn't going to change anything because I was at MetLife. So I was obviously going to sit by myself with some of my music, do my whole routine. Oh, so yeah. it was, uh, but it was still a great atmosphere. I mean, it was uh, when we first got there, everyone was blasting music. Everyone was getting hyped. So it was good. It was What's, good. you got a favorite song by ACDC that gets you just locked in uh, or, or hype or get, get going? By ACDC? You put me on the spot. I mean, Anything. I mean, I listen to ACDC. I mean, so for I got Metallica, you. it's definitely Hell's Bells. Um, there you go. That's what I listen to before lacrosse to just get oh, me yeah? going. Oh, definitely. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, I always, I was a big rap guy for a while and those songs get me locked in, but I feel like, you know, listen to the hard rock or Metallica or whatever, heavy metal, that would get me locked in. That would just get me, you know, killer mindset. Just gets you going. I, I feel the same exact way. I mean, I'll, I'll switch it in, but you know, ACDC <laughs> Hell's Bells is the way to go. So my final question for you, Jack, what's your message to kids out there, you know, that want to be in your position playing tight end at, at Princeton? Literally at a Division One school, going you went to had an incredible experience at Bergen, and you're living the life, you're living the dream. So what's what's that what's that advice or mindset or message that you send out to kids out there? Um, I mean, as like a younger kid or kids who are in middle school that want to come to Bergen Catholic and you know play tight end or play whatever, I'd say you know, you know, do the right thing, work hard, have the right mindset, do the thing. Put yourself in difficult positions. Don't make it easy on yourself. I mean, you know, whether, you know, you don't want to wake up early to work out, but you know it'll make you better, do that, you know. Do the things that you know, other people don't do. Be, you know, you got to be different, uncommon. You got to have to want it more than other people. Can't be, you know, you know, you can't be like the other, you can't be like a normal person. Because, I mean, to come to Burton Catholic, be a three-year starter and play at Division One school, you can't be normal. You can't be a normal athlete. You can't be a normal kid. So, I mean, you know, priding yourself on working hard, whether it's in school or out school, out of school on the field or in the weight room. I mean, just doing better than the person next to you and surrounding yourself with people that are really, really good is something that you need to do. It's very pivotal. It's very important in coming to Burton Catholic and being great and playing at the next level. So I'd say definitely just work hard, do the right thing. You know, don't follow the paths of, you know, 99% of the kids will just do your own thing, you know, be on, be different and be on like, uncommon from the rest so yeah that's uh i'd say that's my uh my tip for the younger kids <laughs> words of wisdom from jack jack i mean jack i might actually wake up tomorrow morning early and go work out <laughs> you got me you got me thinking like i might need to get my my ass in shape pretty much so thank you jack right. i can't i can't thank you enough uh for joining me on the show it means a lot and we'll definitely keep in touch man because i want to yeah, hear you know definitely. what princeton's like what everything how everything's going uh and let's keep in touch let me know how it goes oh yeah of course man i appreciate you bringing me on the uh bring me on the show and uh best of luck with your lacrosse season and uh study for the act so uh yeah i'll try man thank you jack appreciate you talk to you later have, have a good, good one, one. bye-bye that was jack cameo uh from bergen catholic another amazing interview with jack cameo tight end bergen catholic as i just said <laughs> god i i mean i I'm guys, I'm running on the last minute of sleep possible. It's break almost. It's almost winter break where I can get a lot of sleep. Uh, so pray for me. I got a big Friday tomorrow. Let's get that done. As Jack said, I'll be waking up tomorrow morning pretty early. Uh, and I'll be working out because that's that's what I plan to do. I plan to be different. And I plan to do well with my lacrosse season. I plan to uh, exceed expectations and do amazing things this season. Thanks you. Thanks to Jack. A huge thank you to him uh, for taking the time out of his day to join me on the show. And I will see you guys in the next podcast episode. Good luck to Jack at Princeton. I'll see you later, man. Have a good one. Uh, peace out.